You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, Vegas, baby. Vegas, it is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Classic journeyman. Now I got a bunch of podcasts that I love. Even money talking about the betting around the NFL. College draft is talking college football and NFL draft. Ross Tucker football podcast was awesome this morning. It was fun to talk to Henry Bird, the undrafted free agent who just signed a deal with the Broncos, going through that experience with him. We, of course, will have Greg Cosell tomorrow on the Ross Tucker football podcast, the NFL film's legend to get his thoughts on some of these fits with some of the early round picks in the NFL. I'm so excited, though, for this show. I'm so excited for the next four weeks because finally, me and Joe Dolan, or Joe Dolan and I, at FG underscore Dolan, the fantasy gangster, we finally know what teams these guys are playing for. And so Joe can give you his best analysis for whatever league Dynasty, season long, and especially best ball, because I feel like it is best ball season right now. Joe can give you what he's thinking of these guys based on their landing spots. Joe, of course, is the star over at FantasyPoints.com, where you all should sign up to make sure you win your league next year. 23 Feast over at FantasyPoints.com. That's the code. It's just an incredible website with a wealth of information, no matter what you're into, they've got more info than anybody. Fantasypoints.com. Use the code 23FEAST. Should have mentioned earlier, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on social. We are at Ross Tucker Pod, pretty much every platform. Lots of people like to watch us on YouTube now. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And Joe, finally, I can say to you, Bryce Young is officially a Carolina Panther. What are all the things we take into account when ranking these guys? Because you got to go with how many games we think they're going to play, right? Oh, for sure. Um, Games played is huge when you're talking rookie quarterbacks. Um, And we'll get to that when we get to who I have ranked as the top rookie quarterback from this class. Um, It's going to be a debate for Dynasty. I don't think it's a debate for redraft. But um, Bryce Young is the player. In my opinion, before the draft, I said, as somebody who's not a draft Nick, I know obviously know who the players are and I study them, but I don't go through 400 players, you know, like our guy Brett Whitefield does or Dane Brugler does. But I always, I just thought from the, the, the outset, whichever team passed on Bryce Young, I thought was going to end up regretting passing on Bryce Young. Turns out nobody passed on Bryce Young. Thought he was the best football player of the quarterbacks in this class. And I think the Carolina Panthers really identified him as the guy they wanted. I have a really difficult time believing that a team trades away as much as the Carolina Panthers did and not know who they're trading for. So I think they had identified Bryce Young as very early in the process as the guy they wanted. Now, we're looking at a guy in Bryce Young who does have some size deficiencies. We know that. Um 
didn't affect his draft status, but he might have been a slam dunk if he were bigger. And one of the questions is exactly how good is Bryce Young's supporting cast in, in Carolina? Because remember, as part of the deal to go get Bryce Young, the Panthers traded DJ Moore, who was their number one wide receiver last year. Adam Thielen comes in from free agency. DJ Chark comes in from free agency. And we'll talk about the landing spots of the wide receivers in a couple of weeks. But I really like their second-round pick, Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver from Ole Miss. I think he is somebody Bryce Young can develop a rapport with quickly. Young is capable of extending plays. He's not a prolific runner. He had 185 rushing yards and seven touchdowns um, in his last two seasons with Alabama. Now, keep in mind, sack yards in in the college football are removed from the rushing yard total so he actually ran for more yards than that but not it wasn't something where you're going to look and say oh my this guy's going to be a real dual threat in the nfl i think you might consider him more along the lines of what justin herbert has been as opposed to what justin fields has been i think carolina is going to be a better football team than bryce young is going to rank for fantasy That all being said, Bryce Young gives you safety as a quarterback too this year because he's going to start all 17 games, presuming he's healthy. I currently have him as my QB 21 in best ball. Um, This is just for the 2023 season. And if you're in Dynasty or Superflex, I think you can make a strong argument for him as the 1-2 or the 1-3. I think he's safer. Um, If you don't want to take the risk of Anthony Richardson, I think Bryce Young... uh, profiles as a safer prospect than Anthony Richardson without the fantasy ceiling of an Anthony Richardson at the quarterback spot. And obviously B. John Robinson should be going very early in Superflex uh fantasy drafts as well uh, among the rookies. But I have Bryce Young for 2023 in best ball as my quarterback 21 right now. Are you a hundred percent sure you're going to start every game? Yes. I mean, I'm uh, presuming he's healthy. There's no way. Not a chance in hell this guy's losing his job to Andy Dalton. Not a chance. Uh, that It would have to be a disastrous training camp. Bryce Young is going to start week one for the Carolina Panthers. I tend to agree with you. I just think it's interesting that they brought in Andy Dalton. You know, that's a pretty nice backup. I guess, you for know, sure. Frank Wright comes from the Philadelphia school of make sure you have a good backup, especially, I guess, if your quarterback's a buck 95 and you want to have uh, a, a good quarterback. And also, um, we have uh, look at what happened to the Indianapolis Colts last year after they benched Matt Ryan. So Frank Reich had every incentive to get a good backup quarterback in here. And we know he had success with one. And now you saw what happened without one. He lost his job. Joe, I follow you on social media at FG underscore Dolan. So I know that you really like music. You I really do. like going to concerts. I do. If you don't have the Game Time app on your phone, you're doing it wrong. You can type in right where do you live, Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina. You can Austin. type in Greenville and see all of the concerts that are near you, and know with the Game Time guarantee that you're getting the best price. Because if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110 percent. Of the difference. I'm obsessed because it shows me all the concerts in Hershey. Shows me everything going on in Baltimore, Philly. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code FEAST 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code FEAST for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Give me a guarantee as it relates to C.J. Stroud. This is an interesting one for me, Joe, because I'm very curious to see where he's ranked by you for best ball or dynasty or whatever. Um, C.J. Stroud, there's a couple of things I like about Stroud. Number one, I think Houston's got a much better offensive line than people think. Um, you know, obviously Laramie Tunsil's there. They've got a couple of young guys um, uh, up front. They drafted a uh, Juice Scruggs from Penn State in the second round, who's probably going to start at either center or guard for them. Um, so they have right now Laramie Tunsil, who's an All Pro, and they have three guys in in that they've drafted in the first or second round the last. Uh, four years and they got Shaq Mason in an offseason trade so that offensive line is going to be pretty good unit which is good for CJ uh, for CJ Stroud who is one of the most pure pocket passers in this year's draft um, incredibly accurate no doubt about that the, 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 the problem I have with CJ Stroud though he did show off in the semifinal game against Georgia um, his legs and played really um the best football of his career in that game. He had significant untapped rushing potential in college. And the question is, is he going to use that potential in the NFL? If he doesn't, he doesn't fit the new mold of quarterback in the NFL from a fantasy perspective. Moreover, he's got a receiving group that has some interesting guys but it's just not very good. It's not as good as Bryce Young. I was going to say, by interesting, do you mean they're not good? <laughs> well, I, I mean, Nico Collins has flashed a little bit. I think Robert Woods is well past his prime. John Mechie obviously is coming off the cancer diagnosis, and it looks like he's 100%. That's great. Um, praying for him, but will he be on the field and be a contributor? They drafted Tank Dell in the third round, which is interesting, but he's not a very big guy. So what kind of volume receiver can he be? Um, you, you can make a good argument that C.J. Stroud's best receiver heading into the 2023 NFL season is tight end Dalton Schultz. He's with the Texans, not the Chargers, Ross. Um, and uh, he's going to be with them. And I think if he's their best receiver, that's just not really great for C.J. Stroud if, from a fantasy football perspective. I think C.J. Stroud can succeed and can have a good season without being particularly useful from a fantasy football perspective. I currently have C.J. Stroud as my quarterback 24 because I do expect him to start from week one with the Houston Texans with uh, his backup being Davis Mills and or Case Keenum. Uh, C.J. Stroud will start. Um, I feel like ownership made a move here. Um, I thought ownership was a team, uh, excuse me, ownership decided this was a team that needed a quarterback. Even if D'Amico Ryans wanted to draft Will Anderson, turns out they drafted both. They paid a handsome price to draft both, but they drafted both, and I think they made a compromise there. Uh, But C.J. Stroud's going to start week one for the Texans. You know, it's such a good point because he showed he can run against Georgia, but like, do we think he'll do that in the NFL? I mean, that, that, that's a, that feels like a real unknown for his 
fantasy value is if he starts to run more than he did usually in college. I know the value, Joe, of Labatt Blue Light, and it's very, very high. Absolutely I'll be having some delicious. during the Sixers game tonight. Take bro. it to the next level with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Joe, I think, was just sipping coffee there and not Labatt Blue Light, but it'd be a lot cooler if that was Labatt Blue Light. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Can't wait to hear what you think of Anthony Richardson when we get back. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, Joe, this is the one I've been waiting for. Anthony Richardson. Just how high is he in your best ball rankings? Because he feels to me like there's almost some Justin Fields potential there, Joe with some really big games on the ground. I'm excited for this one. Uh, This one was a really difficult ranking for me. But when I saw what Justin Fields did last season, while being essentially, uh, I mean, not even mediocre as a passer, it was really hard for me to rank Anthony Richardson much below where I did. Quarterback 13. That is right behind Geno Smith, right ahead of Aaron Rodgers right now. I might flip Smith and Rodgers, um, maybe move Richardson down, up or down one spot, but the leg potential is real. We saw him absolutely blow up the combine. This is a freak athlete. And while I think Anthony Richardson is the least likely of the three quarterbacks that we've talked about, the three quarterbacks who went in the first round, to start in week one, I would advise... Everybody who's like, well, they brought in Gardner Minshew, who's a really good backup. Gardner Minshew can come in there and he can start the first six weeks of the season while Anthony Richardson uh, simmers. Do you know who the owner of the Indianapolis Colts is? (laughs) Okay. We're talking about somebody who fired his head coach and brought in somebody who'd never coached a down of professional football before to replace him in the middle of last season. We're talking about somebody who benched a former NFL MVP and went with a guy who had no idea how to play the position. So you mean to tell me, now I know they brought in Shane Steichen, who obviously is going to have a little bit more runway than Frank Reich did because he hasn't um, run out of patience with Shane Steichen yet. But you mean to tell me that Jim Ursay is going to sit here, watch the Colts go two and four in a winnable division and not put Anthony Richardson in the lineup? Come on. It's happening, and it's happening early. And there's a lot of fantasy potential with Anthony Richardson from the legs perspective alone. And though I don't think this is a great team around him, Alec Pierce is interesting. He was a second-round pick two years ago, or excuse me, last year. Michael Michael Pittman who I think has a bigger name than a bigger game right now, but has produced in the NFL. 
They drafted Josh Downs out of North Carolina in the third round. So there's some speed and there's some different kind of receivers here. They signed Isaiah McKenzie this offseason. I think Jelani Woods is a big-time breakout candidate at the tight end position if Shane Steichen doesn't rotate these guys as aggressively as Frank Reich did. And ultimately, we're talking about a coach in Shane Steichen who helped Jalen Hurts develop into one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL. I'm not going to say he has a similar skill set to Jalen Hurts because Anthony Richardson is a different kind of athlete. There are very few guys in the NFL at the quarterback position we've ever seen with the athleticism of Anthony Richardson. But he comes into the league with questions about his accuracy. Shane Steichen helped mold Jalen Hurts into one of the more accurate passers in the NFL. And while Hurts was a more accurate passer in college, uh, at least in Oklahoma, than Anthony Richardson was, Anthony Richardson has significantly better arm talent. So there is a high ceiling on him. There is a lower floor, I think, than on somebody like Bryce. I think it's significantly lower than Bryce Young's floor, and I think it's a little lower than C.J. Stroud's floor. Nonetheless, this is the highest potential quarterback of this class from a fantasy perspective. I expect he will be the first quarterback off the board in rookie super flex drafts, rookie one quarterback drafts. I do think he'll be the first quarterback off the board. And in best ball, I expect him to be going as a low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two. I have him as quarterback 13 right now. I reserve the right to kind of manipulate him whenever I go back through my rankings from that 12 to 15 range, but that's where Anthony Richardson is going to land for me as a rookie with the Indianapolis Colts. So we'll get more into this, Joe, after we go over the rookies the next four weeks, but I I do have to ask, Mm -hmm. what does Anthony Richardson do for Jonathan Taylor's value? Heading into 2023. I I think you're going to get two schools of thought on that. You're going to say, well, what if he ends up becoming the Colts goal line back like Jalen Hurts? You know, Shane Steichen comes from Philadelphia. They did not outlaw the push sneak. So is it possible that the Indianapolis Colts, you know, with big beefy Quentin Nelson and all those tight ends they have on that roster are going to end up running the push sneak? On the other hand, you can also say, yeah, all right, Jalen Hurts scored double-digit touchdowns last year, but so did Miles Sanders. So Jonathan Taylor is my RB2 right now um, behind Christian McCaffrey for fantasy purposes. I was debating between he and B. John Robinson. That's my overall RB2 this, this season, and we will talk about B. John next week. Yes, we will. Running backs will be next week here on the Fantasy Feast podcast. A lot to get to. Um, I will ask you before we get to Will Levis, when you think about these three guys we talked about, because these are the guys we, we kind of know we're going to start Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. I specifically asked you about Jonathan Taylor. Any other guys that are heavily affected positively or negatively by any of these picks? Is it, is it feeling? Or Chark, is it, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dalton Schultz? Is there any other skill guy that you really think is materially impacted like Jonathan Taylor or not really? I, I was going to say not really, and, I'm, and, and I'll tell you why. First and foremost, when, Carol, when I was ranking Carolina's players, I was under the assumption Bryce Young was going to be their quarterback. So nothing really changed there. I think maybe Miles Sanders gets a little bit of a boost. Um, if, if you look at the fact that maybe Carolina might have been in the mix for Anthony Richardson, uh, and instead went with Bryce Young. I think Carolina's offense might take some some folks by surprise. 
I don't know what you thought of their offensive line last year, Ross, but Iki Aquanu going into his second year, I think you can reasonably anticipate is going to be somebody who's going to take a leap forward. Uh, so I think Miles Sanders was a player who um, I was happy with. I think um, Adam Thielen was a player who you can get in the double-digit rounds who may lead his team in targets um, because I think Bryce Young will gravitate towards uh, a natural route runner like that. And from a Houston Texans perspective, getting an accurate passer like C.J. Stroud to a guy like Dalton Schultz who can move move the chains, that that pushed Dalton Schultz up my board a little bit. And it also pushed uh, Nico Collins up my board a little bit uh, as well, who, uh, again, is somebody who's available in the double-digit rounds, but I think might be the best receiver on his team. Yeah, I don't know that I need to push up DraftKings. They've already been really high on my board, but especially now, during the NBA playoffs, Joe, where our Sixers have a chance to win again, probably without Embiid. Download oh, no. the DraftKings app Ross. now. Sign up with code Ross. New customers, this is wild, can make a $5 NBA bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Ross. Pretty awesome. Code Ross, DraftKings Sportsbook. Get that money. Let's get to Will Levis, Joe, because I don't even know what you do with him. He was drafted early in the second round, but obviously a quarterback falling out of the first round is never great for his fantasy uh, potential. The thing is, though, the the Titans are backsliding a little bit. Um, I would consider all the other teams in this division ascending. Um, I mean, obviously. All the other teams in this division have drafted a high first-round quarterback within the last uh, within the last two years, so they're all ascending. Will Levis, if I had to guess, is going to start some football games this year. But there was clearly something that the NFL did not like about him. He fell all the way out of the first round. This makes him a really tricky player for me to rank. I ha- I have buried Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill. In most one quarterback best ball drafts where you only start one quarterback, I think he's going to go undrafted in a good number of those. Um, I have him in the 30s for my quarterback spot. This is not a good receiving core. Um, I, and I think if Tennessee starts losing football games, they're going to go to Will Levis and see what they have. So this th- this is something that where more than anything else, it nuked the dynasty value of, of Ryan Tannehill more than it got me excited about Levis. I have no clue what to do with Levis in Superflex dynasty drafts right Levis now. Levis can quite- run, though, Joe. Like if they he can. Vrabel would not be afraid if he puts Levis. I mean, you saw what he did with Malik Willis last year. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, I, I was just about to say, Malik Willis also can run, and they signed Josh De- Josh Dobbs off the street and started him over Malik Willis. Now, that that's unique to Malik Willis. That's Malik Willis's problem. Um, but I do think Levis will start games. The, the question I have is, if they're in a bad enough spot where Tannehill's benched and Levis is starting games, we're talking about a coaching staff that might be on the outs. Um They've already hired a new general manager, so I don't think the general manager is in any danger. But can Tennessee be a team that's picking towards the high end of the first round next year, which means Levis could be one and done or a half a season and done. That second round draft capital is really difficult. But I will say this: if you're in a two quarterback or a super flex league, if you're in a if you're in a two quarterback best ball league, um, Will Levis is draftable because I think he's going to start games this year. 
Uh, Joe, in, in about a minute that we have left here, I'm going to throw out all the other quarterbacks. Hendon Hooker, Jaron Hall, Aiden O'Connell, Stetson Bennett, Clayton Toon, Jay Kaner, Tanner McKee, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, mm-hmm. Max Duggan, Sean Clifford. Are there any other guys that you feel like are fantasy relevant for best ball or maybe in Hooker's case for Dynasty? Yeah, Hooker's the one who stands out to me for Dynasty just because if the if the Lions struggle this year, um, he has a, an opportunity to get some some playing time. Um, I'm not really sure Jared Goff's going to struggle this year, though. You, you, uh, I know the Lions draft has been picked apart because of positional value, but it's hard to argue that this team doesn't have a lot of talent on it. Um, Hendon Hooker coming off the ACL. Um, Jared Goff's still relatively young, by the way. Goff is just 28 years old. He doesn't turn 29 until October. Hooker's only three years younger than Jared Goff. I think this was the Lions viewing this as a a potential value, a high-end backup, and somebody who could be inserted if Jared Goff does struggle. And Goff has struggled. But uh, Hendon Hooker um, has an opportunity if he's healthy. And I guess Stetson Bennett at some point has an opportunity to play. Um, especially if Matthew Stafford can't get healthy, but a large uh, swath of people feel that Stetson Bennett was overdrafted. Check him on social media at FG underscore Dolan. Go to fantasypoints.com. Use that code 23FEAST. Check us out. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Next week, it's running backs. I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.